Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Are ChatGPT detectors accurate? That's a question a lot of people are asking right now as ChatGPT has come out specifically for teachers that are looking at if their students used an AI model like ChatGPT to write an essay or not. So this has a lot of actually implications beyond just education as well. Google specifically said that they have an AI detection software um, that is able to detect if content online is written by AI and they demote that content in their search algorithm. So theoretically speaking, if you wrote articles using ChatGPT, posted them on your blog um, in hopes of you know having your pages on your website show up on Google, Google is supposed to demote those and devalue those because they were written by AI. Now, people have different opinions on that, but today what we're going to talk about is how to detect AI writing, um, how accurate those tools are, and things that people are doing to get around them. Because listen, um, there's obvious incentives to have your content look human-generated, and when there's incentives, it's always going to be a cat-and-mouse game of people trying to go back and forth, um, catching them, and then people trying to evade their safeguards. So what's good to know or what's important to know on this is that the advancement of technology is really accelerating right now, we know. Um, and so what's first important to understand is how AI writing tools work or AI writing detector t detectors work. So these tools typically use machine learning algorithms to analyze text for features that are indicative of AI-generated content. So for example, some AI writing detectors look for patterns in the word use and also sentence structure that are typical of AI-generated text. Um, and others use deep learning techniques to analyze the text and compare it to a large database of known AI-generated text to make a determination. So what this actually looks like in real life um, is, for example, this is what OpenAI did with their recent tool they just launched. They went and had it trained on a massive set of AI written content, right? They obviously can just pull that from their own data set of chat GPT and they compare that to content written online now that being said there is a loophole or I guess an issue with this they say they don't know if all the content they trained it on online if people have already used AI content and published it there and they trained it on that right so like for example a big data set they used was Wikipedia they um, trained you know they told the AI and they fed all these Wikipedia pages through a neural network and said this is what a human rights like then they took all of their AI content, fed it through a neural network and said, this is what an AI looks like when it writes. And so it had their AI uh, detect differences between the two. But the problem is a lot of people could have edited those Wikipedia pages using this AI technology. Well, ChatGPT is relatively new 
the technology that um, is presented in there, which is on uh, AI, OpenAI's DaVinci model, has been available for over two years. So um, a lot of content that on Wikipedia or other places that they trained their models from can technically be, I guess you could say, compromised by AI content. And that would actually make these tools a lot less uh, effective. In fact, I think ChatGPT says um, that their AI detection tool is only 40 to 60% accurate. So it's really not that great. I've seen other ones online that seem to nail uh, ChatGPT content pretty well. But that being said, what a lot of people are doing is they're using tools like Quillbot to get around this. If you take a ChatGPT written article or essay, throw it into Quillbot, it will rewrite it in a more human way um, and it will evade uh, AI detectors. So uh, teachers don't like that because... Um, you know, when they're trying to get uh, students to write essays, they have plagiarism checkers, but if they're unable to detect if a student just used AI to write it, um, then that, that's difficult for them. And it, it kind of brings up this whole conversation of, you know, like, what is the role of ChatGPT? What is the role of these AI writing models in education today, right? Because I'm sure um, back in the day, math classes were very mad or upset when, you know, calculators were invented and students could bring a calculator to class to, to calculate something. All of a sudden, you know, the teacher's uh, upset because that used to previously just been mental math or um, whatever else they did back then. So, you know, um, eventually in math classes, they just decided, they just made rules for what types of calculators you could use, how advanced they could be, and uh, when you could use them, what tests and whatnot. And so I personally think that uh, for ChatGPT and these other language models, it's going to get incorporated into education. I mean, it's a very powerful tool for business um, and for people's jobs, and that's kind of the purpose of education in a way. So... Um, yeah, so I, I honestly think that it's just going to be, it's going to come down to people deciding when it's appropriate to use ChatGPT, when it's appropriate to use these um, AI writing models, um, and how much they can use them. And it's it's not going to be a thing where they, they can just completely ban it, uh, like a lot of them are, you know, New York, I think, has made some rules uh, trying to outright ban it. So one other thing I will say on OpenAI's training of uh, these you know, AI detection models is another interesting thing they did is they, they did the whole Wikipedia page thing, but they also went and they would take half a Wikipedia page. So they'd take, you know, or like, so they take like a thousand words from a Wikipedia page. Then they would go to ChatGPT and say, continue writing this Wikipedia page. So um, it was really powerful because they would have this article that was half human written, half AI written, um, but it was all on the same topic. So not only are they able to say, you know, this is what an AI writes like, this is what a human writes like, but it's on a specific topic, a very specific similar topic. Um, this is how each of them write. And they have a neural network that can be fed this data back and forth and identify patterns and little with using algorithms, identify patterns in the writing. So um, AI is typically very perfect in its grammar, very perfect in its punctuation, very perfect in its spelling. Humans make a little uh, mistakes here and there. That's one easy giveaway, which is kind of interesting. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of different things like that, that that go into this. But to date, there are some powerful AI detection uh, softwares. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. 
Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.